Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Celtics. I'm your host, Warren Shaw, and alongside me, as always, is the great Gary Washburn. We're your host and resources for everything Celtics this season and all seasons. Gary is fresh off of uh, a cold, wintry trip to Indiana at the All-Star Game. But, Gary, good to be back in the virtual building with you, my guy. How you doing? Really good, really good. Uh, you know, taking a little break with the season not picking up till Thursday. So it's a good chance to, to take a, a breather before it really, really picks up again and we get to the stretch run. But uh, always fun to go to All Star, see some of the legends, yeah. you know, see people you haven't seen in a long time, and the league, you know, kind of a big league get together and party. You know, uh, you see some neat things, you see some of the state of the art things the leagues is the league is doing. You get, a, you know, it's great for kids. You know, the what they have, what they call the NBA crossover, which is kind of like just the the big amusement park kind of thing, indoor amusement yeah. park uh, for kids and for you know, I think that's always fun and the neat stuff that's coming out and, and all the all-star paraphernalia and all that. So, yeah, just a always a good time. The NBA, you know, uh, besides the game, always puts on a good show uh, for the fans. And they've, uh, you know, it's kind of like Super Bowl week, I would Im- imagine, just uh, a celebration of, its, of the league. And so, yeah, always good to go. And Indianapolis put on a – a nice all-star game, a little chilly, but, uh, you know, you, what you expect, and we'll see what happens next year. It moves to San Francisco, and it's going to get a little, excuse me, going to get a little bit warm over the next uh, couple of years with uh, L.A. after that, and then what I'm hearing, Phoenix in 2027. So uh, we're mm-hmm. going to head out west for the next three years, and and we'll see about after that. Well, I know you love that West Coast living. We know West Coast yeah. Gary. <laughs> That's yeah. definitely yeah. your thing. So that'll be a yeah. good vibe. You know, I mean, really quickly, though, your thoughts between um, the pageantry, if you will, of All-Star versus uh, Summer League, so to speak, because I think they're both very much become fan level events and obviously very two different types of conversations there, so to speak. But um, it's it's interesting because all the vitriol that I think surrounded the activities, the the television product, if you will, of All Star Weekend, um, doesn't really compare to what's happening off the court, if you will. As I think, as you alluded to, and obviously you're a, a veteran of of all these things, and I've been to more than my fair share of All Stars as well too. And it really is the it's the activations, it's the events, it's the stuff that's happening off the court that really makes the makes the time. I think summer league is trying to get to that same level, if you will, but it's, it's hard to sustain it over such a longer period of time in, in general, at least in my opinion. But your thoughts on the fan experience, if you will, all star versus summer league. Yeah, summer league is more, you know, like a chance to watch the, all the games and the rookies and the two different arenas. And they have a, a few things for the fans in terms of like, kind of a pop a shot for the kids and you know the the merchandise or whatever but um it's more about the games right it's more mm-hmm. about just seeing the top rookies and some of the you know second year players who decide to play and and just spending the summer you know with some real comfortable clothes on those shorts that Vegas summer and just trying getting indoors and checking out some hoops right seeing who the new superstars are going to be um right. All-Stars, obviously the All-Stars are there, you know, and you have the rising stars there. 
And then I think the, an element too with All Star is the legends, the people that come back, um, that that get, that are you know you guys you from you know year yesteryears you might not have seen in a while, guys who come back and get appreciated. And obviously with the theme, it's an Indiana theme, right? So Reggie Miller, Larry Bird, okay. um, you know Jalen Rose, guys who played uh, for the Pacers, uh, Dale Davis. I saw you know uh, you look at the guys. Um, Al Harrington, guys that were, you know, played, you know, 10, 8, 10, whatever plus years for the Pacers, and they get celebrated. Darnell Hillman, a guy at a thriller meeting, Dr. Dunk, you know, a guy in the ABA from the A the, the, the ABA days. And um, you know, they had an ABA forum at the Legends Brunch with Spencer Haywood, Darnell Hillman, Dr. J, uh, and artist Gilmore. Like that's the wow. the neat stuff about All-Star that you probably don't get as much at um summer league you know you get current players that, that go to summer league or hang out um because obviously vegas is the place to be in the summer and they'll go work out but just yeah. the legends aspect of it and then that crossover which i mentioned before the huge thing where they have they have the the gear the swag if you want and then they have companies you know the training but NBA did that though in summer this like did nba con right so it's yeah. similar, to, similar to to that yeah yeah, yeah. And it's the I think the I think it was the first or second year they've done that. And I know they um, kind of did that uh, also uh, during the finals, I believe, too, uh, if I'm not mistaken, kind of had a amusement park kind of thing or something for, for fans. But I, I, I want to say the league is really, you know, like all the companies, the sponsors of the league. Uh, so you can get, you know, rare looking cool looking basketballs and you can um shoot baskets for prizes and you can um and 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 you know Jalen Brown was there signing up taking pictures and signing autographs for fans and they'll have now they have this um discussion where they'll have people you know especially the, in, in what they're trying to do which is great is highlight more WNBA folks too and in the players and the stars of that league so they had, you know, a lot of discussions, W and Asia Wilson and a lot of the WNBA standouts also uh, go to All-Star Weekend and get celebrated. And they have, you know, uh, panel discussions and things like that about issues of the league. And, you know, a lot of the radio stations or NBA radio will do live broadcasts. So it's more of a – it's just a, a fun weekend. And even if you don't go to the game, I think it's really fun for kids. I mean, you know, the kids are not going to be as much – you know, if you're eight, nine years old, you're not going to be looking at the three-point con- – like, you're going to want to play ball, right? You're going to want to have fun. You're going to want to run around. You're going to want to do yeah. some things that kids do. You're not going to be locked in and focused on <laughs> the skills challenge. So I think that this allows allows kids to really get the NBA impact, download cool things on their phone or the QR codes to get prizes and things like that. There was a guy who was like a – a Rubik's Cube expert that was putting together Rubik's Cubes with the all-star logo. He's like one of those literally wow. superstar Rubik's Cube guys. And they had a Rub- little Rubik's Cubes available with six of the NBA's yeah, logos. Yeah. So they're gonna, they're gonna Billy Kidd. I know him. Billy yeah, Kidd who runs that, yeah. They're yeah. going to release, uh, obviously with 30 teams, release, I think, five more Rubik's Cubes, things like that, cool shirts. Um, did you get some swag, Gary? Did you get some all-star swag? swag? I did get some swag. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, uh, and that's some of the fun part is, is 
you know, as a reporter, you're also a fan of the league and you could just walk around and like, man, I like this. Or if you have kids or whatever, hey, I'm going to bring my son or daughter back. Yeah. This ball or, or something, you know, it's always fun. And I said, All-Star Weekend is more than just the game. And I think um, what the league is starting to realize is that the game has sort of become more of an afterthought because honestly, Warren, a lot of these guys are tired. You got, you know, if you're Jason or Jalen or Dame Lillard, you're you're doing radio interviews, you're practicing, you're doing promotional appearances for your shoe company, you're doing other sponsorships. So they get to Indy. It's not like they get to sleep and chill. Right. And you got probably, you know, we've got your family there. So you've got to go out to dinner every night, right? And then we got to go. Then there's the parties. Okay. I got to, I got to, you know, my man is, you know, Nike's throwing a party or Adidas or, the 2K party, the Jordan yeah. party, everybody, yeah. Yeah, Lisa so I got I to gotta do this, I got to do that. So by the time Sunday comes around, Warren, I think these guys are kind of worn out. And and the whole like, okay, now play 48 hard minutes and act like it's game seven isn't realistic, but I do think we can do better than we did on Sunday. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And again, I think for the seasoned folks who understand and know, you know, and this isn't a flex at all, but I think from the media perspective, and we're just giving you some advice as well, too, if you're uh, consumers of the game, don't even worry about it, like trying to get to the All-Star game itself. I tell you, maybe you can go to the practice and get cheaper tickets, you know, a little bit more more engagement that way. But then just being in the environment of the city is a better overall better overall yeah. time. I think yeah. for, for for anybody's dollar, really and truly, like, you know, the, for the, yeah, the, for the general fan. Really, yeah. yeah. Especially if you have kids, you want to bring your kids, you got eight you got NBA fans who are kids, you know, WNBA fans who are kids. The crossover is probably more, we're obviously more worth your do- dollar and will do more and have more impact yeah. on your child, a uh, young person, than probably going to the game. Because the game, you know, is awesome and cool, but, you know, kids want to play. They want to shoot hoops. They want to they want to win prizes. They want to see cool things. And, and the, the crossover has all of that. So uh, I, I think it's definitely still worth going. Um, but obviously, I think people want to improve the on-court product. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So before we get into more Celtic-specific content in general for uh, All-Star, we won't spend too much time on that and relitigate that because I'm sure by now you've all kind of caught on and seen what's happened. But Gary obviously has a different perspective than most. We definitely want to tap in and get that. I got to do our plugs. Uh, so make sure you uh, follow our show on any of your podcast platforms. Give us a five-star rating. Thumbs up, YouTube, the whole nine. Uh, make sure you follow Gary at G Washburn Globe. Always catch us writing over at the Boston Globe. You can follow me on uh, on X over at Shaw Sports NBA. Follow Believe at Believe Network and at Believe Sports. So let's get into a little bit here now, G, uh, from the Celtics standpoint. So Jalen did the dunk contest. Yes, uh, didn't have the best performance, made it to the finals of it, but Michael Klung ultimately takes it. Any regrets from your side you think that that Jalen has? I saw some of his, you know, after dunk contest comments and so forth and so forth, but do you think he has any regrets about competing that, you know, just trying to be a leader in the NBA like he really is? No, I don't think he's – I think he enjoyed himself. You know, you, it was a no-win situation. I mean, if he wins, well, you beat a bunch of G-leaguers. If you lose, well, you lost to a bunch of G-leaguers. And, you know, it is what it is, man. Like, I think with Jalen – I mean, you're not going to – it's a no-win situation. He tried. I think he tried to do some here, some creative stuff here and there. But I think what they need to do is put some more guidelines. Like, 
I think the whole jumping over somebody is just we got to d- ditch that. Like we're just it's getting tired. And McClung, as much as he did, you know, I think he did three of those dunks where he jumped over somebody. You know, it's just like okay, how many? How many Let me interrupt you real quick though. So from again, you were there on the ground, right? So at this stage, like let's let's just and not to trash their product, so to speak, but is the sentiment from what you have gotten, not only from media, but from some of the players, is it just time for the dunk contest to, to be, to be done with? Cause the no, one year they got rid of it and then people had an uproar, then they brought it back, but everyone complains every year. No, that I don't think, happened. I think people are just like, okay, it's time for real dunkers and real mm-hmm. young guys in the second and third and fourth league guys and the job Morant's and the Zion Williamson's to get involved. I think that people are fed up with pulling the guys off the street or, Honestly, Warren, pull guys off the street. These guys who are doing these 720s and 1080s, yeah. and there's some real – if you want to do that, but then they're not household names. So you, the kids will love it. But are we going to sit there and cover, you know, five guys from – and I think didn't Kenny Smith do that a few years ago? Like guys off the – he hosted a show with guys off the street doing these crazy – Oh, yeah, stuff. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if that's what you want – where you're going to get just like you want to make it like a game show where the winner wins a million dollars and or whatever. And you do a story on how much he's been through to make it to this level of a, being a dunker. Okay. I don't know how much it's going to entertain an mm-hmm. international audience to see some guy from Buffalo, uh, you know, do a crazy dunks or whatever. And after he becomes a celebrity for the next 15 minutes, like, it's not like he's going to sign an NBA deal. Now, if you want to do that, where the guys, whoever has the best dunk wow. can sign a 10-day contract, if you want to incorporate that or the, signs a G League contract and is, has a chance to do the G League, maybe that's an idea. Whoever has the best dunk gets a G League deal for the rest of the rest of the season and gets a chance to prove himself as a ball player. Other than that, I think the hands are ready for – the game's great dunkers, the John Morans, the Zion Williamson, the guys who can really get up to do it. And it, the, the fact is, is that they're passing on it. So who they're, they're just plucking guys out of the air. And I think it's disappointing that these guys are backing off on it. But this is the way the league, the NBA is. Guys don't want to get – they don't want memes of them missing dunks. They don't want to get embarrassed. The thing is what's unique – Warren is the three-point contest. No one cares if you lose a three. If Steph loses the first round, I'm like, oh, Steph sucks. Like, no, he's still the greatest shooter of all time, right? Like, I can't even remember who was out of the first round of the three-point. I think it was Malik Beasley. I think Jalen Brunson. I can't remember the third guy because I think it was a two-way tie or something. Adam Mitchell. Yeah, I think yeah, but, those, they were all out. And yeah, then, yeah. But no one's like, no one's gonna be like, oh, Mitchell sucks. He's a bad no. You just move on. You you didn't have a great night, or you know now if you hit you know if, if you hit two shots out of the thirty or the twenty five you get okay that might be a little embarrassing. But no one no three point shooters not you know you, the, the most you'll well, out of those twenty five shots what are you gonna you'll hit seven or eight if you have a real off night. You know some of these guys are hitting hitting fifteen and eighteen. That's yeah. you know so no one says a word. But the dunks, if you miss a dunk, oh my God, you're trash. And then I said the prop thing. I think they I think what we need to do, eliminate the props, no more mascots, no more Shaq, no more, no more of that. 
you know, just get rid of the no more props. So that's what I mean. I, I interviewed D Brown. He's like, the league wouldn't let us use props. Wow. It was more natural dunks. And let's see what happens when guys can can't don't have to jump over Shaq or jump over a guy. Oh my God, it's great. Like, but I also think too, what hurts it is, you know, these guys on these trampolines um doing these crazy spinning dunks in the air, defying science because they're jumping on the trampoline. And that kind of takes away from the natural dunk. But if you're going to do it, eliminate the props, make it a little bit more difficult, and then get your best dunkers. Last one before we move on here. Do you think Jalen's attempt to inspire worked? Because I saw a lot of players like, yeah, man, I'm glad he's doing this. More, we need more X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z. But you just talked about, you know, Jal, Zion, whoever else you think who who got the hops in terms that has the name. Did, did Jalen's... I, what I'd say was an indirect message to some of the more larger name stars. Do you think it resonated or did it just, it's just going to fall flat and you know, no one's going to actually do anything. I, I I think Warren, that depends on what happens because now, as you know, the player association and the league are going to meet again. Mm-hmm. And apparently you know, according to our friend, Vince Goodwill, Iguodala, Larry Bird and Dr. J walked into the locker room and implored the guys to play harder in the all-star game. And that message obviously did not resonate. <laughs> Deaf ears. So yeah. I do think that the the player association and the again the league is are going to meet on this, and Silver's going to say it till he's red in the face. Listen, guys, you know we do. You want to lose millions of dollars? Do you want to lose part of the BRI because the All Star Game is loses its luster? And whoever decides to show it for the next 10 years, TNT, ESPN, Amazon, whoever is going to say, nah, we see how it's going. So we're not going to offer as much to, to telecast that we don't, that's not a ratings boost for us. So it, there's going to have to be conversations. And I think conversations about the dunk contest and the conversations about the, the right, the shooting stars or the, whatever the skills, sorry, the skills challenge, yeah. which I thought actually, when it was NBA legend, WNBA player from the same city, an NBA player, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, now, bring that back. Yeah, that thing lasted an hour, and it was sort of like, and I know they're trying to get Wimby involved. They're trying to get, you know, they're trying to get young all stars involved to promote them or whatever. But that was that's just too long for the skills challenge. And skills challenge to me, you know, if you want to pull. Kyrie and some of these guys who have the best handles or whatever. I think that's the kind of the skills you need, or you want to have a horse competition, something like that, but just throwing it through the thing and, you know, the obstacle course, I don't know how much that works, Warren. I just, I don't think skill wise, that's what we want to see. I think people would want to see if you want to do a horse game, but I know that's too slow. You want something fast paced. So I, how do you do it? How do you put on a skills competition that's real skills? You know, yeah. right? You know, with football, you got the guy, the quarterback throwing it through this little hole, and that's cool because that's accuracy, marksmanship. Right. But with basketball, how do you do that? And I think they'll they'll figure out a way. But I think that this current format has to be has to be ditched. <laughs> One of the other final stories through the All Star Weekend from the Celtics standpoint, obviously Jalen and T- Jalen's played specifically well in well 
whatever we call it, whatever that game was on Sunday in exhibition. But moving forward, I think it was the aspect, you know, Twitter, sorry, X's outrage um, that Jason Tatum had never met Larry Bird. And Tatum was obviously geeked about it. Um, but you and I know here, right? Larry is a mercurial guy, number one. And he has worked for the Pacers organization for years now. So he's not like parading around, you know, uh, the Boston organization like Magic Johnson is. Like, it's just not the same situation. But there was just... I think it's just people want to have something to talk about and something to back on Boston about specifically. It's like, how, how can Jason Tatum, you know, the, the current star never met one of the greatest Celtics to ever live your thoughts on that, you know, that conversation. And, but I think even more so the bigger part for me is that, that Tatum was, was actually geeked out about it in general. And I thought that's where I, that should have been the story. Not to the fact that it hasn't happened as of yet. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like you said, when we were, we were looking for stuff to talk about, like, <laughs> Larry Bird is the anti-magic. He doesn't go to many events. He does like I've covered the Celtics for 15 years. I have never met Larry Bird. I've hmm. met I've met great Celtics past and present. I got a chance to meet uh John Havlicek, obviously Tommy Heinsohn. I saw Sam Jones did a Celtic shoot around. Um, you know, th- th- there's all these amazing legends who I've had a chance to meet who come back. You know, Paul Silas from the 70s team. I got a chance to meet JoJo White. Like All these guys before, they passed away, unfortunately. Um, and and with a guy like I have a check, I got to actually know him pretty well and interview him for a few stories. Like, that happens. But Bird is just not one of those guys that comes back. You know, I've gotten to know Mikhail. have had conversations with Robert Parrish, you know, um, it just talk to tiny Archibald, like, you know, it's just bird just doesn't do the Boston, like come back. I've seen him at a playoff game, get a, you know, he's uncomfortable when he got a standing. I think he was executive for the Pacers. It was a Pacers regular season game and they did the, you know, put the jumbotron on him. And he, you know, he was just like, he just isn't comfortable in that environment. And I think it was honestly good. Warren this weekend that, he did come out, okay? You know, listen, Larry, you're a member, a consultant for the Pacers, your home state. Can you help the league? I'm sure said, Larry, we'd love to just have you come out, show your face, go to the game, go to the Legends brunch. We're going to give you an award. Larry's like, fine. And I think that that's fine. So I don't know who's like, I'm. you know, someone posted that, and I want to say this, Someone posted on that that the Boston media was ripping Jason and Jalen for not meeting Larry Bird. Never happened. Not one story was posted ripping Jason and Jalen for not. So I don't know why that person tweeted that out and said that, you know, we're looking for something negative to write about. And we are ripping Jason and Jalen for not having met Larry Bird. It's their fault. No, never been written. Okay. It's, that's nonsense. Like, stop saying that. Stop coming up with, with ways to get, get uh, likes and hits. Stop that, mm-hmm. okay? That's not what anyone has written. It's no one's fault. Mary's to himself. Jason and Jalen are on the road. They're like, what is, you know, now I'm sure if the Celtics had approached Larry, maybe one day, hey, can you talk to our team? Maybe he would have done it. Maybe not. But Larry is a guy who's very private. So, this weekend, he did NBA radio. He did the Legends brunch. I think he did a thing for Converse because he's still a Converse guy. And I think he did like a, a round table with Isaiah and Reggie Miller Reggie about Miller. Yeah. Indiana Legends. 
that's what you're going to give. Last year in Utah, Stockton and Malone, Malone came, you know, and obviously Malone's more controversial and his past issues, but Carl Malone came out and, and, and was at the Legends brunch and got honored and spoke to Isaiah Thomas. Remember, they didn't like each other for a year. Like, it's just, that's what happened. Some of these guys just don't live. Ain't, everybody ain't Magic or Isaiah, right? You ask Isaiah, Isaiah's got all their, both their cell numbers. Magic knows these guys. Larry's just not that guy. So I just don't understand what people have an issue with. I think it was the coolest moment of the weekend. Jason was like a kid again. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he didn't know Larry's legit 6'9", 6'10". So he's looking at him eye to eye like, hold on. Because you look at those videos with the shorty shorts, you think Larry's about 6'5". Like, <laughs> Larry's looking at him eye to eye. And Jason's like, hold up. So you were doing all, you were playing the three in 1980, in the 80s at 6'10". Like, you know, Jason looked at him probably like, damn, <laughs> you're a big cat. He was, and you were playing the three. So I thought that was the coolest part of the weekend, especially if you're a Celtic fan. And for people to turn this into some type of controversy is crazy. Yeah. Larry's busy guy. Larry doesn't do much media. I've tried to reach out to him, other people from the globe. It's not that he doesn't like us. I just think Larry's a reclusive guy. He's 67 years old. Warren, what do you want him to do? And then <laughs> what, what do you want Jason? I'm sure if Jason said, hey, Larry, can I come out? to your farmhouse or whatever and give me some hoop tips, I'm sure. But Jason probably hasn't done that, and it's not up to Larry. So it just happens to be like that. Maybe they've exchanged numbers. Maybe there'll be some contact after this. Maybe this will encourage Larry to come back to Boston and get all the love because people would love for him to be part of these reunions. He yeah. just really hasn't participated much. But neither, on, quite honestly, Warren has Robert Parrish hasn't come back much. And he had issues with the organization. He there's some things he probably private issues he has. You know, it's just part of it. You know, Jordan and Pippen didn't go back to the Bulls reunion. Like it happens. These guys are got their various reasons. So let's appreciate the moment. Two Celtic, one current Celtic superstar, one superstar of the past had a great meeting, took a nice shot, exchanged pleasantries, and that's really cool. Yeah, I, I I couldn't have said any better myself there. I said it's 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 a non-story that you know people were trying to run with. I guess as they're looking for other things to be to mad to be mad about yeah. <laughs> during All Star Weekend, which was really an, an interesting vibe. Last couple one things before we close out here, Gary. Um, I wanted to kind of just ask. So one of the themes that I at least heard about was like people were getting the hell out of Dodge and <laughs> maybe because it was cold and that type of situation. So your thoughts are not necessarily uh, on that specifically, but how did the Celtics relax and relate during all-star? What was Joe's message, you know, as a gear up here now for a game against Chicago and kind of get back in here for the stretch run. How did some of the Celtics spend the all-star break? I saw JT was, you know, on the beach somewhere with Deuce or whatever the case would be, but any insight you can kind of give us to, to, to Joe's message to the team and how they were going to get away. Yeah. It looked like Jalen went to Puerto Rico for a few days and did like a basketball camp, which I thought was pretty cool. You know, and I'm sure all those guys are flying into Chicago tonight, you know, because they didn't practice. Do they have shoot around in Chicago Thursday morning and get ready for the Bulls? And then obviously they go and play the Knicks. Um, and I know Missoula went to London. You know, he, 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 he I think he took some pictures with a soccer player and exchanged jerseys. Um, I know uh, 
I think Sam Hauser, I think went back to Wisconsin and, and um, you know, I, I think everybody just kind of went their separate ways. Porzingis said he was going to be on a beach in Miami, you know, getting some sun and also getting a chance to work out and, and get his, that ankle totally healed and work on some weight so he can, he, he can be ready for the last, you know, for the last third of the regular season. So I think it was a good break for guys to just take a deep breath, feel good about themselves, winning the last six games. You know, now you've heard all the rhetoric, oh, the Celtics are favored or um, it's theirs to win or Jason for MVP. All these storylines that are now starting to kind of trickle out about, you know, Jason has a real chance to win the MVP with a really strong finish. And why isn't he more of an MVP candidate? And Porzingis is the key that it unlocks everything with the Celtics. And right. all you that. get the same news I get, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the narratives are, they are narrativing, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It's all over. You know, and, 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 and they knew it. They, those guys knew when they went to Indy, they're going to be asked, one, why have you guys been so good? What have you done? And two, what is it going to take for you to win a championship? Because everybody's kind of fatigued over the Celtics being a really good team, but not getting over the top. And then, you know, but everybody asked Doc Rivers, what the hell's going on in Milwaukee? And Damon and Giannis, what, what's going on with you guys? They asked Bam Adebayo, are you guys ever going to be healthy? Um, they asked, you know, Tyrese Maxey, is Joel Embiid going to ever come back? And are you guys going to be able to make a run? They asked Jalen Brunson, are you guys for real in New York? They asked Donovan Mitchell, can you guys keep this? Everybody has a narrative. So yeah. the Celtics have narratives. Um, I think Jason and Jalen enjoyed their time in, in, in Indianapolis. I think they had fun. I think they played both played well. We're not talking about Jalen's 36 points in the game. I think he had a shot at MVP. Um, I remember, you know, when we're in the arena, we go down early because you don't want to fight the fans to try to get down because these some of these guys, their their flights are literally probably red minutes out. after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, like Jokic walked off the floor, no awards, and then went right to being interviewed like he was one of the first ones there in his full uniform. These guys are trying to get the hell out of you, get the hell out of Dodge and get to their island for a Monday to enjoy Monday morning. So uh, we have to leave early, like four minutes left in the game, five minutes left in the game, just make sure we can get down to the lower level. Yeah. And I remember like Lillard had 32 and I think Jalen had 33. So I'm like, wow, Jalen might have a chance if not for Hall if not, if not Halliburton. Then I, when I locked, saw the final boxer, I didn't see the last four minutes, you know, Dame, Dame came back into the game and scored another seven points. I, I believe and finished with 39. Um, so I think Dane kind of came in there and said, okay, <laughs> uh, I'm going to restore some order here. Wing, nobody else getting the MVP but me. Uh, so Jalen, I thought, had a chance with 36 points. I thought he was really effective. And I think he proved a lot this weekend that uh, he's a he's he's a superstar in his own right. And I think he's got a lot to prove in the last 27 ball games. Well, as we close out here on Believe in Celtics, so as you alluded to, Boston, 27 games left. In control, if you will, of the Eastern Conference as as of right now, obviously just trying to stay healthy and things like that. Uh, really quickly, from a synopsis standpoint, is it just is it just about health here? Uh, from from your standpoint with them, like obviously they still want to play good basketball. Celtics basketball are sharing the basketball a little bit more, uh, or as as they have been. 
obviously we know they're going to continue to shoot through three. Um, but is there anything that you're looking for them to potentially work on? Or is this team just more or less, hey, play how we're playing and try to, try to stay healthy here for the stretch run? Yeah, I think it's a combination of both, Warren. I do think you, you, you keep the ship sailing smoothly, but you also try to knock some teams out. You got the Knicks coming mm-hmm. up. Then you, I mean, you got Chicago and the Knicks, and then you got Philadelphia, then you got Dallas. Not an easy schedule. I, as I said, Warren, I don't know who said that the Celtics had this like really easy schedule to really easy stretch. I don't see it because I'm looking at the schedule right now. Dub, I'm looking at Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Dallas, Golden State, Cleveland, Denver, Phoenix, and then it gets easy, a little easier with Portland, but at Utah, tricky game. Phoenix again, then it gets a little easier. Washington and Detroit, okay. Then Milwaukee, then Detroit, then Chicago, then Atlanta, okay. But they still have Oklahoma City. They still have two with Phoenix. They still have two with Milwaukee. They still have two with New York. Um, And they still have Sacramento as a tricky team, right? And they still have a game at New Orleans. So not not a cakewalk, right? Mm -hmm. To minefields there, so make sure you 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 avoid those minefields and then get to, I want to say more like April first, where you have a commanding lead in the East, and then you can start giving guys some rest. You can start resting Porzingis, resting Holiday, moving it around, kind of a little you know alternating games, Horford, or whatever you know. Um, that's what I would do because honestly, if you look at the last uh set of games, they only have if I'm looking at the schedule right, they have a back to back on March 17th and 18th, Washington, Detroit. So you can rest some guys there. That's a pretty nice stretch. They have another one at Detroit, Chicago, 22nd, 23rd. But from then on, um, they have one more back to back, and that is the 11th and the 12th, New York, Charlotte at home. So they can give guys some rest. They can give guys maybe two or three days off. Um, they can, But they can also play some of these guys like a Horford because there's, no, there's only one back-to-back. So they can st- strategize how they do this. But I said keep the ship smooth. Incorporate Springer and Tillman too. Let's see what they have. Good point. Yeah, I think Tillman, I think, is healthy. Tillman might make his debut on Thursday. See what he's got. Figure that out. Get a comfortable enough lead. Don't have a avoid a losing streak to where that last two weeks you can rest and you don't have to worry about the number one seed. Well said, G-Money. So we'll see the Celtics back in action here coming up. First game against the Chicago Bulls. And then, hey, how they can close out this stretch run. Again, alluded to just trying to stay healthy. That'll do it for this week's edition here for Believe in Celtics. As always, again, follow my money, my guy, Gary, at G Washburn Globe on X. You can follow me at Shaw Sports NBA. Uh, it's been fun catching back up with you, brother. Great talking about All-Star and, and the whole nine. We'll be back at it, cracking here next week. Um, you know, kind of going over some of these games as they as the games do resume and the Celtics get back in the action. Uh, that'll do it here. We'll catch y'all next week. Peace.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.